Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Hybrid Unlimited. Today, Marcus and I sit down and talk about a bunch of different things that are going on either in the industry or industry adjacent. One is the controversy that's going on with the company Celsius right now. If you've listened to our old podcast, you obviously know that we've talked about Bang and the issues they ran into. Celsius ran into some issues claiming they didn't have preservatives uh, in their product when really they did. They also had a huge lawsuit against them from Flowrida, who was an ambassador for them uh, at a certain point. We talk about the conflict going on uh, right now between Mr. Beast and sort of like the woke community because he cured a thousand people's blindness, people who had never seen before. And he's getting backlash on that, which is a little bit crazy. So if you don't know why, this is an interesting one to sit down and uh, listen to. We talk about some old school Instagram and YouTube OGs. This guy has a channel called Channel 5 News, talks about Alex Jones, does a documentary on him, all this kind of stuff. Uh, Andrew Tate and the recent developments on that. And, you know, you know what we do. A bunch of other stuff all in between. We go in a bunch of different tangents, all that good stuff. While you're listening to the podcast, make sure you take a screenshot, repost it, tag me, tag Marcus, tag Hybrid Unlimited. You'll automatically be entered in a draw to potentially win some Hybrid Legacy brand apparel, which is the official apparel of the podcast, as well as High Performance Method as a whole. While you're doing that, you might as well check us out at hybridstrengthcoach.com, where you can find every single program under the sun if it happens in a gym or it's fitness related, we got it. Whether it's powerlifting, bodybuilding, general fitness, uh, athletic performance, strongman, any of that stuff, we got it all. And you can try it all for seven days free. All you have to do is go to the website. Again, that's hybridstrengthcoach.com. When you're checking out, just hit the seven day free option and you can check out any or all of the programs that we have. Uh, all in the Hybrid Strength Coach app. Sit back, relax, enjoy another episode of Hybrid Unlimited. Before we get into the episode, just want to give a quick shout out to Whitmer Rejuvenation Clinic. They are a sponsor of ours and we took them on because we talk a lot about testosterone, hormone replacement therapy, PED use, all that stuff. And because of that, you know, while we have opinions on that, we are not professionals in that space. If you have questions about whether you're a good candidate for that or not, these are the people that can help you with that and Marcus I know that you have been a customer of theirs for you know quite some time so maybe you can speak to that a little bit yeah I I was going through the same thought process years ago and I had a lot of questions about you know the, the state of my blood work uh, my testosterone levels and as a performance athlete it was always a question that I had in the back of my mind guys please don't go to your local gym bro or guy on Instagram to get these questions answered for you women rejuvenation clinic provides solid medical advice they read your blood work they go through the results with you and they give you actionable and realistic steps for dealing with potential medical problems and not bullshit. This is for actual medical advice. So please, you know, if you have questions on this stuff, let them take your blood panels and give them a chance, give them a consult. And I promise you, they'll, they'll treat you right. I know they've done that for me over the years and I can only speak positively about my experience and the type of advice they've given me. Check them out in the show notes. They provide comprehensive assessments over telehealth. Now onto the show. Quick shout out to our sponsors at Cured Nutrition. 
They've got you covered from waking to sleeping. Some of the supplements that I love from them are Rise, Zen, and CBN oil. Starting with Rise, that is a supplement that's gonna help you wake up, get focused, get ready for your day. No crash, no jitters, none of the stuff that comes along with a caffeine supplement. Zen is an awesome sleep aid. If you're a person that just wants to sleep better, deeper, longer, that's a supplement for you. It does not have melatonin, so it's not gonna make you groggy. If you guys have tried melatonin, you know that one, it can give you weird dreams, and two, it can leave you groggy and moving slow in the morning. This does not have that. Their final supplement that I'm super pumped about is called CBN oil. That one is a combination of CBD, CBN, and THC. If Zen is like a handgun, this is like a bazooka. This is the ultimate, most potent sleep aid on the market. This will have you sleeping deeper, longer, better, all that good stuff. No need to count sheep. You're going to be knocked completely out by this supplement. I swear by it. I think you guys are really going to like it. And if you want to read more about the ingredients, click the link that's either in the show notes or the caption, depending on where you're watching this and use code hybrid in all caps at checkout for 20% off. It's like an Instagram guy. This is the channel five guy. Yeah. Andrew Callahan. Okay. And, and he just started this this thing that got picked up by vice called all gas no brakes and it was like him just going around the country like <laughs> you'll have to pull it up on youtube can you look it up oh yeah Here's... all gas no brakes while you're doing that are we gonna you want to start it? with this yeah let's try it can you this, shoot it this with is <laughs> i think so it's this is one of our new sponsors hvnm hvmn and you've already heard about them in the beginning of the the episode but we're going to take some of these and see if it takes our brain to the next level for this episode. You think supersetting it with creatine is going to cause increased potency? So. Yeah. Well, I like it with... I uh, want to read the ingredients. It's, on the, it's on the box. There's le- there's five ingredients, which I like. Because I don't like... when If it says proprietary blend, I'm out. And this... I want to get your reaction because you got to be straight up with this. It doesn't it's an acquired taste is this gas is this like gasoline not quite gasoline but somewhere between um sea urchin and gasoline i'm not a fan of any bro oh yeah it tastes like gasoline (laughs) yeah it does taste like gasoline but dude i honestly i love it with a coffee in the morning because i just don't get the crash that's my thing but Shout out to them. Thanks for those. This will be a good, there could be a good segment where we have. I'll try it tomorrow with some coffee. <laughs> yeah, do it. It tastes like gasoline. What do you want from me? It's like, I'm sure there's health benefits. Yeah, but now it's like, for me, I kind of like it now. Okay. I've had it enough. I've been doing it for, for months now. But I'll, tr- I'll uh, try it a bit. Yeah. And I'll try it outside of this. But I mean, listen, I, I said this in the, in the read. We're not here for mouth pleasure. <laughs> okay we're here for performance and you know this is gonna get my that's brain true. working I mean, i've that's... done a lot of things in the sake of performance and <laughs> there you go <laughs> if ketones are a part of that equation you know maybe hell yeah sign me up it's this dude okay yeah all gas no brakes yeah i mean so what was his thing his he, thing he was tried. just going around and inserting himself as like kind of like a rogue independent hunter s thompson style journalist like if you ever know anything about uh play that one there you go flat light flat earth you ever seen any of the Gonzo style journalism from Hunter S. Thompson? He's mm-hmm. like, he's like a protege of that approach to documentation, you know? Okay. It's like, 
you know. So just like what? Sarcastic just, and off the cuff? No. <laughs> no, just kind of inserting themselves into insane situations and just report. Like, you, you ever seen Hunter S. Thompson's work? Yeah. So he called it. But like, well, in at least this scenario, it seems like this guy's being, he's there sarcastically. Well, like, yeah, he's there. I think like the gist of it is sarcastically, but I think his style of journalism is not, he's not there to make fun. He's just like, this is just insane. And he likes to put himself in the middle of it. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Dave, Nye the lion guy. So he's like going to all these like fringe events. Oh my God. Right. It's <laughs> Imagine saying that about Bill Nye. <laughs> and about the earth being round. <laughs> Snake oil. Snake oil. You know what's the most annoying? You can pause it now, George. But the <laughs> the most annoying thing to me, uh -huh. the most annoying argument that the flat earther people make is when they try to say that the images of the earth as a sphere are not real. They're like digitally created. And it's like, they just either don't understand what a composite image is or they're just pretending they don't know. Because for anyone who's listening who doesn't know, the Earth is very large. So when you take a detailed photograph of it, it's from a million different sources. And then they take all of the different images and they put them together to make a composite We have image. images of the whole Earth. Uh, no, you do. But the ones that are more detailed and sure. close up, it's from like a bunch of different satellites, different cameras. And they piece it together to make this very accurate image of what the earth looks Seems like. reasonable. Right. But then the flat earth people will, from their mama's basement, do these interviews and be like, these images aren't real. They're computer or computer uh, generated, all this stuff. And it's like, that's not what's being Well, the funniest about. like anecdotal argument against the earth being round is that the, like I, I watched the whole HBO documentary. They were going around. I've and seen a few. So they, <laughs> they went and like visited like, a, like the guy who was like the head of the flat earth society in America, like went out to Seattle and talked to him and they <laughs> went out to like a specific point. In, I think it was in Seattle where you're like looking over a lake and like in the very, very, very far distance, you could still see the city. Right. And their argument was like, well, if the earth was round, you wouldn't be able to see it. It's like. Was it that same documentary where they tried to disprove the earth being round by shooting the light through the one opening in the box to the other and they disproved it accidentally? Like. Maybe. They were trying to prove the earth is flat, but what they yeah. ended up doing was actually confirming that it was round. Did you ever see just, that one? No, but like, you know, <laughs> the, the argument's just so insane that it's all anecdote. And like, if you get further and further into it, they actually claim that there is like a massive ice wall around the perimeter of the flat I've earth that, so that yeah. you can't go over the edge. Right. Which also doesn't make a lot of sense if you think about it for more than a couple seconds. Is there money behind this? Because if there is, why don't you just take a boat just out there? Just take a look. I mean, if you just... scroll through this lovely documentary by Mr. Andrew Callahan, it doesn't <laughs> look like there's a lot of money funding this side of the argument because no. it's insane. Well, you have guys like this on the one <laughs> side of it, right? Would you trust him? <laughs> right. And then you have guys who look all polished, <laughs> like Bill Nye yeah, on the other like side. Bill Nye's like, the guy getting paid. Like, I find that the argument that NASA has this massive conspiratorial payroll where they're just paying people off everywhere to like 
go with their bias. <laughs> like, well, the it's en- so insane. Like the end of that argument for me is what does anyone have to gain from us thinking the earth is round when it's right. not? I, and, you'd have to ask one. They, they just like the more you ask questions, poking holes in the argument, the more they, they defend themselves with more insane things saying NASA's this like giant organization that's just out to like spread this conspiracy and that we didn't go to the moon and like you know my argument like well have you seen the pictures from the moon oh we didn't go to the moon that's fake it's from a nasa laboratory you know like it's like it's just like the more you have to conflate your argument and keep going seven levels deeper the less it makes sense it's it is disturbing though how many people have i mean for the first half at least of my life i never even heard of flat earth and then I got to this point and there's like all this steam behind it. There's a bunch of people arguing it. Yeah. And then when I've seen interviews with like the actual scientific community, they say things like, well, many, many, many years ago, we proved that the earth was round. And then the scientific community moved on from that. So when these people are saying things like the earth is flat, we're just not even trying to argue with them because it's so silly right it's like if you see something blue and somebody tells you it's red you go well it's blue and you move on with your life right right you don't have to like you're, yeah. you're not going to get in an argument with this person whose idea of reality that is fuel that's the thing they go well, why are, why is nobody combating us against this it's like because we they don't have to what's well, like crazy if a chihuahua people. is like barking at your ankles like you don't sit there and engage it in diplomacy <laughs> it's just like kind of just shoot yeah. it off like hey get, get 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 oh my god this but his his whole thing andrew callahan he's his yeah. stuff's really good because it's so cleverly done like he's he makes himself look like this super unassuming like kind of scrappy looking like long-haired hippie kind of guy whatever but you know, his thing led up to this really cool documentary that he put out on uh, uh, HBO recently. And it was about the insurrection that happened on January 6th. And he like... Is that the one that involved... Um, what's his name was in it? Uh, Alex Jones. Alex yeah. Jones. Do we, I think we actually have a clip from that. Can you pull that up, Dude, George? The clip from that documentary with Alex Jones with like them. They were like working out and he was like giving him shots and stuff. Like it was... It was pretty wild. The yeah. documentary was good because he kind of followed the whole thing through to uh, the end, which was the day of. But he was like going around and going to all these rallies and watching people's thoughts. And Dude, this is hilarious. The end yeah. clip of this, where Alex Jones just says that he everything that's ever happened on Earth was his fault. He's like, I invented baldness. Uh, <laughs> I invented gingivitis. <laughs> like, you know. It's funny that Joe Rogan defends him so much. At a certain point, you kind of have to... Oof. Yeah, play one of these. Either one. Do you feel responsible for what happened to the candidate? Yes, I killed the children. But <laughs> no, and I went in that school, I pulled a gun out, I shot every one of them myself. I mean, I, 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 I'm... I'm no. No, no, no. Do I feel responsible? His movement's so erratic. Look at the end. He starts saying all the things that are his fault. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're venting cancer. Did you buy it? <laughs> I didn't get it. I created hair wash. <laughs> 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 Zoom in on the hair. Dude, there's like a bunch of clips uh, like this <laughs> where he went into that spiel about all the different things he invented. Yeah. That are negative, that are obviously not true, but he, there's like a bunch. The other one was kind of the same. He went off the rails in this whole bit with him, and I don't, like, you'd think he would have realized what this whole documentary was about. He doesn't like, take a lot of due diligence to look at this guy's channel. Probably and just... not anything. It's probably why he <laughs> got his. It wasn't $45 million in damages. He got hit with like a billion-dollar judgment, pretty close to a billion-dollar yeah, judgment. I, I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast before or not, but um, apparently they whatever you're charged, they have like a reevaluation based on your means, and they don't assign a charge that's unreasonable for you to pay. So on the first one that was like, I don't know what it was, $100 million or $200 million, he was like he only had to pay five out of that. Oh, so it's it's and they they'll put it on a payment plan so he doesn't have to do it all at once, and supposedly he has does have hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, uh, have you seen like what he sells? Have you ever actually looked at his like websites and stuff? He sells really insane fake shit. What like what? Go check it out, Infowars. They sell like weird like anti radiation products and like chemical blocking products and like just crazy shirts and stuff. I've actually never been on his website. So this is, this is a first, but if you go look at his like shop, it's yeah. Infowars store. There's some really questionable stuff here too. That has like, Oh, look, that's a look. Rainforest Ultra. They got, uh, what else we got going on? Uh, Alex Jones was right. Emergency sale. Emergency sale. Infowars MD. I don't know if this is the guy I want to trust with my health. DNA force. What's right. that? Well, Click on DNA force. What's it, that all it about? It protects your DNA from uh, liberals. On. You want to read it out? Yeah. Uh, it's probably... Uh, go, go down a little bit further. Oh, my God. It's $130. Jeez. Wow, it's a little bottle, too. After a long wait, we're finally transforming cell force into what it was always meant to be, DNA Force Plus. <laughs> okay. It uses ingredients such as LFATP, PQQ, CQ10, and more. It may help. I love this. It may help support healthy and normal heart function. <laughs> so and it's true. made of peat and apple extract, supposedly hmm. for, for energy. Energy. Uh, what else we got, George? Keep scrolling down. It says we have cor cordyceps. I've been watching too much of The Last of Us. No cordyceps for me. Raishi, CoQ10. This is a mushroom. QQQ, yeah, yeah. That In that show, The Last of Us, the one that just came out, that's mm -hmm. like the thing that infects everyone was these cordyceps with like, these mushroom things. Uh, okay. So you got like, a really clever take on the whole zombie shtick. But like this is 130 bucks. So like he's definitely got some stuff and he's got a huge audience. And like Yeah. It seems like Well, he kind of gets all of the different those little subgroups, right? Like the flat yeah. earthers might be one. Look, you know? Look at this. This guy, I mean, like, he's he's got like a legit little website of stuff here. Bone broth. $187. Oh my god. Wow. What? Dude, can't you get that at uh, like Publix for a couple, yeah, just few, a couple few bucks? bucks. A couple bucks. <laughs> he sells uh, 
But this, this is like all, dehydrated. Oh, it's an all new formula, though. All right, all right, it's true. Can't can't argue with them. It's made with human bones <laughs> <laughs> from Sandy. Free Talk. America gear. Oh all yeah, right. actually, some of these shirts are really good. Let's look at these. Alex Jones was right. Most actually, likely to succeed. Actually, you're not right, Alex. Potus with the- oh piece of shit. <laughs> Free American most likely to secede. Roger Stone did nothing wrong. The plot to destroy Trump. <sighs> wow. God. Okay. It's interesting because he says a lot of insane things in on his show and in his interviews and all that stuff. But I feel like he actually comes across better there than when you go review what he has to sell. He comes across, you know what? Like if you actually listen to him on like a long form, that's not his show. Like the only place I've ever heard that's Rogan. Yeah. He's not as insane when you have somebody there to like test him on his thoughts, you know? Yeah. Kind of check him. But he also, he should probably not get wildly drunk on those shows also. Because he he starts off like kind of, you know, he's always got extreme views, but he starts off pretty coherent. And then by the end of it, he's just bright red and raging. Yeah. Well, on, on the documentary he did... Uh, and I remember if it's called This Place Sucks or This Place Rules, that, that's the <laughs> HBO documentary that Channel 5 did, Andrew Callahan, where he did the whole like uh, insurrection day leading uh-huh. up to it type thing. And, you know, he was with Alex Jones for a good bit of that. So they show him in, in the studio at the gym, working out, bench pressing. And he's like, Alex Jones, working yeah, out? he's like chugging like straight up alcohol while Is he's he bench pressing and stuff. He's huh? strong? No. No, oh, no. Man. I mean, he's you know he's like an obese fifty-year-old man. I don't think he's that strong. But you never know, right? Because he, he, like, I don't know if there's like a power lifter under that. No, I don't. I don't think he's blower. got. I don't think he's got that like power belly strength. Oh, okay. This is good. He's got a platinum line too. Pain MD. Oh God. Okay. Testosterone. Seventeen seventy-six testosterone boost. I mean, he certainly cornered the market on uh, catchy sounding. <laughs> Uh, supplements, I guess. This For is, a certain demographic. It's, God, 130 bucks. You boost your wow. testosterone a lot cheaper than that, man. What are you doing? Damn, dude, I was expecting that his website would be like subscriptions to some sort of edgy newsletter. Well, or... I think you can too. Like, I think that... You can also donate. Well, because he's... You think you, you probably have to pay to like watch his show now because he got taken off of everything Every on platform. the internet. What he's are the last there. ones? The ones that like the alt-right go to rumble Rumble. that's where like andrew tate posts all of his stuff now yeah well he's back on twitter now yeah but i don't think he can host videos on youtube at all because i don't think Uh, like google still said no yeah they're probably not very interested in that i think they said they were gonna let him back on instagram though and facebook tate yeah or trump him too both of them i heard trump for sure But yeah, well, well, now that we're on Tate, did you hear what happened? Uh, so he had that whole period that was supposed to be like 30 days, then he'd have his appeal. Mm-hmm. And I don't actually know what came of the appeal, George. Maybe see if you can pull that up. He got stuck in there for another 30 days. Did he? Oh, well, yeah. they, they have a 180-day window that they're allowed yeah. to keep him in there for. So, But they called in the women who were in question yeah. f- for being abducted and sex trafficked and all that stuff. And apparently those women said that he was nothing but kind to them, that he, uh, they worked for him voluntarily. And then the opposition just came up with this thing that said, they said, Andrew Tate has brainwashed them. 
So I'm like in this, you know, I feel like I'm new, I'm neutral on, on Andrew Tate in that I don't agree with a lot of the things that he says because they're obviously problematic, but I also at the same time feel like this is a bit of like a witch hunt in the same sense. And we'll find out for, for sure at some point, right, whether he gets convicted or not. But it just seems weird that you bring in these two witnesses, you know, or however many, so I don't know if it was two, but a few witnesses that um you know we're supposed to be the nail in the coffin for him that were the ones that apparently were abducted what did you read on this um i didn't read it i saw it in a youtube video that was doing a recap on it so again uh -huh. take it with a grain of salt sure right this is not i'm not i'm not an investigative journalist i'm getting my facts from the internet as well but apparently both those women Oh, and there, there was actually, there was a news article on one of, I don't know what it was, but I saw it on social media as well, where it was like, Andrew Tate brainwash claim and the, mm. the girls. Yeah, there you go. I just think if they're leveling organized crime charges, then there's probably more to this story than people really well, Organized crime is one thing, right? But all these, like the other things surrounding it are the things that are inflammatory. Because pe yeah. people are like, ah, money laundering, who cares? Ah, oh, organized crime, whatever. What people are really fixated on are like the rape charges, the sex trafficking charges. Those are the ones that are salacious. Yeah, but if it isn't this DIICOT authority, they I think that they're like an organized crime investigation unit there. Here's the quote. Two women uh, who said they worked for the brothers willingly were subject to a report by a clinical psychologist. The report concluded that they suffered trauma and were unaware that they had been exploited. But it's like even that is open for interpretation. What does that mean? Like, you know, if you're in a zero-sum game of, of – which actually they're not even. But even if you were in a zero-sum game of every dollar I make is a dollar you lose – that's a reality of business in a lot of different scenarios. And that doesn't mean you were exploited. That mm -hmm. means you were ill-prepared. There's got to be more to this. Like, I, I just don't. Like, there's so much bad information on this story out on the internet that if if he did something, my guess is that it has more to do with organized crime than sex trafficking and rape because sure that those are, like, based on what they, like, if, if that was the case, you know, they would have probably just come out and charged him but but because of his online persona i feel like people want to think of him as like this mafioso kingpin and if the or sorry the allegations against him are money laundering and involvement with organized crime it's like he could have been like a marty bird you know if you've ever seen ozark no like marty bird was an accountant that oh. that his partner got mixed up with the mob. He had no idea about it. The guy was ended up, his partner ended up stealing from the mob. And then in order to save his own life, he ended up, uh, that's a very kind way to look at this. Right. Well, I'm not even saying it's that far, but it's right. like, he could have a minor role in something, right? Like he, he, he ran a casino, for example. So they, they come by and they go, we want our cut of the casino. What? And they goes, he goes, no. And then they say, well, you're going to, die or you're going to do it and now all of a sudden he's laundering money for the casino in uh in or for the mob through yeah. a casino in romania like that's a very realistic scenario because people get sh shaken down by the mob. The problem the is time. this is all happening in romania and like nobody in the west really knows what the hell's going on there no
So like uh, all whatever this whatever I'm these just, articles I'm being are, like basically devil's advocate, sure. Right? Which it's is like you not know. to say that I agree with any of it with, with what he does, or I don't know what he's done, but it sounds like nobody has. So it sounds like his whole shtick online is obfuscation. So he doesn't really talk about how he makes mm-hmm. his money, or like he'll put out these like random clips and say, you know, I, I, I do this forex trading and run this cam business, and I was involved in a casino and all this like. So he's saying all this random stuff that are potential income streams, but never really claiming like anything other than this hustlers university that makes him money. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just this the, the more shit that comes out about this, the more that makes me think that you know there's some other underlying story behind this whole song and dance with the organized crime, or it's all garbage. And maybe the Romanian authorities just don't like him. Maybe they were trying to shake him down. He didn't pay up. I don't know, but for it to stick, yeah, like, maybe, yeah, even the authorities could be uh, compromised. Yeah, but that would yeah. be like a that would be a less realistic because you know, like if it's really like this high up in their judicial system and they've got to abide by EU, yeah, you would hope that they stick to like a high standard of you know the law, and maybe they just get released and nothing comes of it, and then he's right. But if not, then. If he's some organized crime guy in Eastern Europe, like I just don't think that he his lifestyle is explained by how he claims to make his money buying all those ridiculous cars and well, private jets and all that. You can see the one thing that is verifiable is you can see the number of subscribers to Hustlers University, oh, that's which is too. now called something else. The real but, world. The real world. The real world. Oh, interesting. Because that's how he started was on the show, The Real World. Well, another thing that was interesting about that is that he moved that whole business to the Middle East. Like, he registered the whole business in the Emirates and payment. payment, I didn't know that. So, he must have seen something was coming as far as everything that was in the EU. When did he do that? Before all this came out? Very close to this event, yeah. Like, it's like the the, the whole idea that... Interesting. Yeah, like the whole idea that he just didn't do something that hit like his whole online fan base wants to claim. Like, I find that hard to believe. Well, e- here's the thing is even if, even if the Romanian police were corrupt, right? Well, there's probably a good chance of that. But let's say they were. The fact that he has some sort of involvement with them that is so important to them that they're trying to now bury him in prison. It seems like a little bit of evidence of wrongdoing, right? Like, it's not like the Romanian government... I could go to Romania. I don't think I'm going to end up in prison for 30 days. Probably not. I think I'll probably go to Romania, have a decent time, and then come home. Probably not making waves there either. He was, well, that's the point, but a good what chance waves, he was like... Right? With the wrong knows? people, it seems right. like. Well, that's possible. I mean, you know, it is Eastern Europe. Like, even though they're part of the EU, it's like... They're on the fringe out there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, you know, if he is some gangster organized crime guy, like he's a fucking idiot because don't be posting stuff about your ridiculous lifestyle and don't buy a Bugatti and talk about how everybody should have a Bugatti to be a man. Like if you don't want to get caught doing something illegal, well, what color, shut up. What color is your Bugatti, bro? Okay, what color is your Bugatti? <laughs> you bum. Hey, I'm not making these, these claims. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think I, I listen, there's only one. I've seen two Bugattis here in Miami, and yeah. I've seen one car, a couple cars that are nicer than that. The and Bugatti, those Paganis. 
No, no, I've seen a Kona's gag. Remember, I saw oh, one parked in Midtown one day. Yeah, that orange Kona's gag, but that guy's like an actual billionaire. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple like you know nine figure multimillionaires that live here that have like insane supercar collections. Like okay, but they're usually low key about it, right? Like, well, yeah, you don't know them. You know yeah. the car first, and you go, "Who owns that?" And they don't want to be known. Yeah, they don't want their name out there. They don't want people like snooping in their shit. So, like, to me, this whole thing is silly. Just first and foremost, because if this guy was doing shady shit, why are you out there talking about it and promoting it? I don't believe for a second. Like, if you're making that much money, it's like what I see these guys on Instagram. If you're out there promoting how to teach people mindset and master classes and motivation because you're so good at the thing, then you would just be spending more time doing the thing that you're good at making money doing as opposed to having... Trying to make money selling this method, yeah. Like, you're going to have people pay for your, like, fucking mentorship course so you could teach them how to do what you're doing. Like, no, you would just keep doing what you're doing and you would sit your happy ass on a beach half the year are you sure because i saw hezbollah's uh five things to do before age five and i mean they seem pretty reasonable to me okay what are they number one can we pull this up george it's uh page is called entrepreneur with it yeah, yeah. i can send it to you as a thing also. no I, se- I sent it to you oh okay <laughs> wait you- no no i mean to him oh i can send him and the spelling stuff. E T R A P A P No no T R A P I know how you want to spell it, but yeah, it's this intent- is next level. it's intentionally spelt wrong. No, no, it's this, a, is, this is next level. You don't understand. It's yet. a spoof page. You, sub- you subscribe to my mastermind, maybe I'll teach you how to spell E N T R A P A P E N T R A P there's no E in there. There's no the second E is not existent. Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. go. Uh, no, this is no. pretty reasonable. Hasbilla posted this himself. Yeah, I mean, I think it, honestly, if you haven't done this by age five, you're an absolute bum. So, number one, five hundred thousand dollars in liquid assets. Easy, easy by age five. Like, you mean five years to do that? Yeah. How I mean, did you know? Obviously. Fire your kindergarten Hashtag teacher. Grindset. That, dude, fire your kindergarten teacher. That goes without saying, right? Those who, who can do, do. Those who can't do, teach. Right? That's 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 kindergarten bum. bum. Kindergarten, you know, yeah, if you have a teacher, quote unquote, bum. Yeah, why are they teaching? Why aren't they right. doing the they why aren't be they doing their big stuff? Gymnastics. All right. Number three, assert dominance on four playgrounds. You think that's four different schools' playgrounds? At least. I mean, he has a Lambo bed. I bet that's a minimum. That's a minimum. And then, okay, four, eliminate nap time. I mean, you could be closing deals during nap time, so that's Dude, pretty Mark obvious. Dude, Mark Wahlberg wakes up at 1.35 a.m. Yeah. Okay. How many deals there, does he close? Thousands. By nap time. Per day. There's no nap time. Yeah, have you seen his watch collection? Obviously, he doesn't nap. Dude, nap time's like no 30 time. minutes. You could close 10 deals in nap time <laughs> easily. If you're efficient. And this one's the most obvious, I think. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you. Yeah. Uh, for number five, Lambo race car bed. Yeah. But that's only, I'm sure, if it matches your actual Lambo. Right. Which have. by age five, you have that much money, you should have a Lambo. I mean, you have 5,000 in liquid, 500,000 in liquid assets. That's easily enough for like 78% of a Lamborghini. Oh. And dude, that well, that's only liquid assets. Right. 
That's you not know? insane. Illiquid. So yeah, how, many, how many houses does this how guy many own? Blood diamonds does that not include? How many oh, yeah. rare earth minerals and mines where you uh, enslave other five year olds? Like, how many board of directors is is this guy on? Like probably. I mean, endless. he didn't put that here. That's, I think you have to pay for his subscription based mastermind class in order to learn the <laughs> the next level secrets yeah he's probably the ceo of at least two or three companies and it's in his instagram bio so you know it's true i mean look at his suit dude yeah that's a well-fitted suit do you know how hard it is to find to get a suit tailored to that size well if you have five hundred thousand on liquid assets how could you not yeah i mean i'd have at least 10 i mean i'm sure i'm sure he's yeah. got i mean guys thousands honestly thousands this is suits. this instagram page which we'll tag in the show notes on or in the, the video at least is probably the best source of entrepreneur motivation I found online. <laughs> it's it's pretty- actually amazing because it is. And to be clear, before everyone it freaks out, because I know there's going to be a couple of you who don't. This goes over your head. This whole page is satire. Go back up. Go back up. You go, go to one of those ones. That where- one side hustle idea. This is pretty good, this right? So we've one. all heard about leading a horse to water. Buy a right. horse. Number one, fifty. Fifty bucks, bucks dude. If you easy, you, yeah, you can steal the horse free yeah they don't care who they're You're with a sucker if you pay 50. So lead, <laughs> lead the horse to water is number two obviously Duh. you've all heard the old saying horse drinks the water of course hopefully horse spits the water into a bucket filter bottle sell it the port for eight dollars thousand bottles a day I and mean, it's easily three million dollars a year so if you guys wonder why you're poor obviously you haven't got a horse and you don't have a hustler's grind set dude you need to think outside of the box like That's- a trillionaire Everybody wants to be a billionaire, but nobody wants to be a trillionaire. I find that a little confusing. They're bums, those billionaires. Absolute bums. All they do is fly around on their private jets Small with their ones, pilots. Like they're, yeah. not, they're not even... Well, Who has an A380 private jet? No one. Nobody's thinking big enough. Trillionaires. Only trillionaires do, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> I don't see Jeff Bezos with, with an A380 private jet. I mean, that's two floors. You know how many bedrooms you could put on two floors with different offices? Dude, you can be working while you're flying. That's why Warren, this is actually a real thing. This is, <laughs> this is actually a real thing now. <laughs> Please, nobody take the last five minutes seriously. But this is also a great page to follow yeah. just to make fun of the, the stupidity that is the Instagram world that we live in. <laughs> there is a real thing where Warren Buffett said at this point in time, yeah. his time is so valuable that it costs him more money to fly commercial than it does for him to have a private He's jet. already like, a multi-billionaire by that point by yeah. the way well and warren buffett moves up and down the billionaire scale like rate ranking just based on how much he decides to donate that year it's like if you wanted to be number one you could be number one but also he's great because he all like the funny thing about actual wealthy people is they're not flashing their jets or their cars or their watches or anything they're just like they have a either they have a business or they just whatever however they made their but it's like but if you go ask any of those guys and not literally ask them, but in interviews, you'll hear people ask them about like whether or not X like money after a certain point actually has any real value to them. And like even wealthy people, I've heard a lot of them in interviews where they're basically saying like, I have all this money now, but I don't have any time to spend any of it. There is become a slave to the things you own at a certain point, right? Right. So there's kind of an ironic trade off. And you know, you know, yeah, you've done well and you own a home, and it's like you own this home, but now this home presents a bunch of different jobs. Like owning a home can be 
you know, a it's part, very rewarding. It is yeah. very rewarding, but it's also a part-time job, right? It's like every time something goes wrong or you want to improve stuff, which you always will, it's, you're adding all these things to your plate. Yeah. It's like, okay, then you get an expensive car and now you're adding all that to your yeah, plate. Dude, it's I mean, like every, I imagine you don't even have the crate, a super crazy car, but like how many times have you had to like be a slave to fixing that thing? Oh, for sure. Well, I know every, every time I take it in, it's going to be thousands of, of dollars yeah. to do anything. Uh, Taking for, sure. for an oil change, and you know, I'm yeah, I think that like people online confuse this, and there's, there's maybe like a growing movement. And as much as people want to give guys like Gary V shit, yeah, I'm probably want to tell them to be a little reasonable with the volume out there. Like he he does make a really good point for people that like I think there's good emphasis on being successful and making money and having like a comfortable lifestyle. But at the same time, if you're miserable, number one, mm-hmm. not worth it. And number two, like money is only as valuable as you assign value to it. So like if you have this false idea that buying a Rolex is going to make you happy, I think Hayden and I could both speak from experience that like it's nice and it's a cool thing, but it's probably not going to incrementally increase your happiness to the point where like it makes a huge difference in your life either. No. And I think there's also a difference between, you know, buying a nice watch or a nice car or a nice whatever it is as a sort of nod to yourself for doing something so it has some some sentimental you know value beyond just it being a thing but if you just get caught in the trap of just buying things it's like they become very meaningless very quickly the, the most meaningful watch that i have is the first watch i ever bought for myself when i sold my first business and that was it's an omega right it was an omega and it was a very modest omega sure you know? it was a three thousand dollar watch you know it which you know it depend depending then, on on the watch world that's yeah, like that's nothing very yeah yeah it's like there there's watches that have batteries and then the entry level of like a you know a, an automatic watch that's went from one of the main things is a, is about there and i got that and that to this day is still my most meaningful yeah watch by far and it's because i got that for myself as sort of like a like a like a almost like a trophy you know yeah. so it had a a, a built-in value you know but it's you're right once you can live stress-free like you're not worried about like making your bills next month or you're worried about you know if I have some sort of small obstacle that I wasn't expecting, like, can I handle it? Any of that, so you can put yeah. food on the table, you can do all those things. You can either choose to like, and this doesn't mean to like stop your growth, right? You can continue to make infinite amounts of money. And if business drives you, that's great. But I think that if you get caught in this game of like, I need to buy the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, it's like, it's very easy to do that. Oh yeah. And well, like it's it's just very an, quickly it's a, it loses. It's an all empty value. pursuit. It's an empty pursuit because there's always going to be like look just look at the scale of watches, right? Entry level watch, you know, it, from a good watchmaker's, you know, three grand or whatever. And what's the highest level? Millions, literally millions. hundreds of millions. Like you can spend what you can spend endless amounts of money on watches. Same with cars. Same with houses. Same with everything. It's like. You get you can just get caught in this weird loop of chasing the next thing that I think is super damaging. Yeah, well it's damaging and like there's there's not a lot of people out there. Maybe I'll be one of the first when we can start this trend of like 
not necessarily like preaching modesty, but preaching reality and like being more in touch with like what's actually valuable. Like to me, the most valuable thing is travel. Like I don't uh, really have yeah. a lot of like super expensive well, things. That, that I goes buy. back into like freedom of place and time, right? That's the part of it. Freedom of place, just yeah. being able to be where you want to be, whenever. I I the reason I just started decided to start my own business years ago was because I knew I wanted to live a lifestyle where if I wanted to go to Turkey or Istanbul or whatever for two months or two weeks and two weeks mm-hmm. really, I I can go like I can do my thing from Istanbul, mm-hmm. you know not. Like I do that all the time, but like being locationally free or, you know, if I want to go out in the middle of the day and take my dog out, you know, like I have that luxury mm-hmm. and it's not like you have to be a millionaire to do that, but at least identifying things that are valuable are really important. So like, is a watch valuable to you because Instagram shows you that the watch is valuable or is it valuable to you because you see it as a milestone and like maybe you have some family yeah. history, like well, those I also- are hard questions you got to ask yourself. As a tangent, what I do like about watches is that they're they can become heirlooms. So, yeah. uh, this is something I can't remember who told me this, but when they told me it, it really resonated with me. And it was that what's cool about a watch that you get from like your dad or your grandfather or whatever is that that person wore that watch on their wrist and literally the seconds of their lives passed physically on that watch while they were wearing it. And it's almost like you like, you almost get a piece of that person when they pass it down. So I think that's like, there's a cool element to that where I'd like to, you know, if I have a kid someday, give them a watch and it's like, this is the watch I wore when when I did this or, you know, at this point in my life and, you know, there's some there's like a there's something cool yeah. about and that I've, I've started to i made like a kind of a commitment to myself like i've only have two watches now like that are nice watches and like one of them's this one i got it for my wedding Catherine bought it for me for the wedding so like i you know i say this is like the most my most treasured watch and the other one i have is a sports watch but i got it for like a big business milestone that we mm-hmm. achieved as a company and i thought that was really meaningful but nice really know, Huh? The nice world. No, no, I got rid of that one. So I was, that's my point. It was like that one I bought impulsively uh-huh. and I got rid of it because I realized like it didn't have any meaning uh-huh. behind it. And I didn't like that. I felt like it was a little gluttonous and like kind of un- unneeded. So like you, you wore it for a year yeah. and then sold it for the same price. So you yeah, basically I made a little watch for it. Oh, you made a little, so you got basically paid to wear. It's actually nice a better investment a than I, if I would have kept that in my like investment portfolio, I would have lost. You know, the average 2022 return was like negative 15% or something if you were just keeping an index fund. So if I had done that, I would have come out negative 15%. But the fact that I actually owned that watch and then resold it, I actually came out like pretty even on it. Let's take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, Whitmer Rejuvenation Clinic. We talk a lot on this podcast about TRT, all of the things involving exogenous hormones. And because of that, we get a lot of questions about it. And we are not experts in this sense. If you want to speak to real experts, because we don't feel comfortable giving any sort of opinion on this, speak to Whitmer Rejuvenation Clinic. These guys are the best. They're legitimate doctors. They're not going to push any BS on you. They're going to do a legitimate consult and tell you if you're a good candidate or not. All of the links to this are in the show notes as well as their Instagram handle. Check them out and I promise you're going to have the best service possible in this space. You know, and, and I mean, good for you. 
you were playing chess. We were, we were all I playing chess. I didn't think about it at the time, but as I made, like, I thought like a little bit more consciously because, like, wait, does this thing actually? Do I get any more value from this as opposed to wearing something that has value? And I would say that's probably the same for everything. Like, you know, the more I thought about clothing, like, I don't give a shit about any of that stuff or like shoes to an extent, you know, all that stuff kind of loses its value because the only thing I really treasure at this point is time and freedom and health. Like, sure. And I'm not saying that I'm like a salesman, like you I, should I also, do the same thing. I also think like the older you get, the more sentimentality is important to you over a number of other things. And I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. So my dad bought himself a gift at a certain age. It was a watch that well, it's uh, a Mercier and uh, who? Bomb and Mercier. Oh, Bomb and Mercier. Okay. And uh, unknown. Uh, People don't know about that brand. Dude. They're a sleeper. Well, well I'm I mean, sure back then it it's was. It's in too. some ra in some rap songs. Oh really? Lamborghini Mercy, yo bitch, she's so thirsty. They you were know? talking about a Mercy Lago though. Were they? Yeah. Really? Lamborghini Mercy Lago. Ah, yeah. oh, that well, was the model well, of Lamborghini then, that was out when that that was that, it really? Yeah. Oh, so it was a Lamborghini. Oh, I hate to okay. tell you, but Bomb Mercy is not not a watch on the wrist of most hip hop guys now. Damn. Well, that's even better. But yeah. It's this beautiful watch, and it's the only thing I was like <laughs> to my dad. I'm like, whenever the time comes and you have to write a will, this is the one that I want. This is the one thing that I, I want to for sure have, mm. and it's this beautiful watch, you know, like amazing, stunning watch. And one year for his birthday, I bought him a watch that was like a thousand bucks. It was from Shinola. Oh, cool! And it is it's a, and it's a cool watch. I have one of yeah, I got one of those too. They're but really nice. He wears the Shinola watch every day, right? Because you got it for him. Because I got it for him, and yeah. it meant something to him, you know. That, yeah. And doesn't really touch this other watch, and it's like I think that's a product of you know when he was coming up and he bought himself something really nice. Yeah. He cared about that, and then the sentimentality of the whole yeah. thing. I find that that's meaningful. Like I've tried to do that for my dad, but he's so like stuck in his ways. Like he's got a, he's got a Rolex that he got as like a graduation present from his parents for like college or high school or something from the seventies. He still wears it. Really? Yeah, dude. It's like a forty year old Rolex. He's had it serviced like a million times. Beat the ever, shit. Have you ever seen the that video where it was like a Vietnam vet? Yeah, and he's got he had like a Paul Newman Daytona. Dude, it was worth like four hundred grand. He's like, I bought it for. Not some like three thousand dollars in Vietnam. Yeah. And now you're like, what do you think this is worth? He goes, Well, this watch normally is worth about a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars, depending like on whatever. Very special he goes, this edition. one in particular though has a special whatever on yeah. it. Four hundred grand. The guy just lost his mind. I saw I saw that on Reddit actually. On the other night, somebody uh, posted a picture of a nineteen eighties Audemars Piguet, Royal Oak with a perpetual calendar movement in it and it was like a very very special version of that watch uh -huh. and like people were like like hey bro i don't know if you realize but this thing's worth like seven hundred thousand dollars like it was Whoa. an extremely special edition of that watch and it was cool because the guy just got it like from his passed down from his dad who like got it for him at some point like there's something cool about that like and i so i was trying to say a second ago i was i was trying to do that for my dad like i was gonna get him a watch last year and he just like said no no no, no. And i was like fine i'll do something else so, like this year i'm gonna plan on doing uh like with miles you can book something called an around the world ticket uh -huh. so you can book and it's like really 
easy to do with miles, but you can basically book on these different carriers, like mile tickets from like, you can do like seven or so stops. Basically they charge you based on the number of miles you fly, but okay. It's like what I'm going to plan on doing with them later in the year is like basically just, just you and him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just just cool. him and I. Cause like I, I, we went to Dubai together a couple of years ago and that was really fun, but I haven't done a trip with him. Like, yeah, yeah a lot like really since i was an adult but I go from like here to europe to the middle east to southeast asia i want to like plan it and not tell him where we're going and just take him to a bunch of insane places that he would never go on his own it's it's real fun to like take your dad out of the normal situation yeah. that you know him in and yeah. and go do stuff in you know yeah. different places like uh i took so i went to uh australia for pro raw yeah. a bunch of years ago and I had previously taken my mom on a trip and I was like, you know, I feel bad that I didn't, hadn't done something with my dad. I've always mm. wanted to do like a big trip with my dad. So we did Germany and Amsterdam. Oh, sick. So like, you know, we went oh, to- Oh, you went and met him over there afterward, right? Yeah. So we, we yeah, we oh, met, yeah, yeah. we met in Germany and then, you know, just did the trip all around Germany. Yeah. And then we actually didn't have Amsterdam planned, but we were, I was like, I don't know, like, you want to see more of the same or you want to go check out somewhere else. So we went and we did like, I can't remember how long, like five days or something in, in uh, Amsterdam. And, you know, my dad is kind of like very straight arrow. Yeah. yeah. You know, like he's kind of no bullshit. He's hard to break that barrier with, you know, he's, he's, he, he, he can like get relaxed if he knows you, but otherwise he's pretty formal and polite and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. But then, so we went to Amsterdam and uh, I was like, why don't we try some like space cakes? Oh, you got them high. <laughs> yeah. So That's we amazing. Were, so we had the the space cakes and I don't know anyone who's been to Amsterdam. It's very different from over here. If you're here and you're talking about like edibles, you'll be like, how many milligrams are in this? And then, you know, it's like, okay, five milligrams is, you know, whatever, 10 milligrams, you're dialing up 20 milligrams. You're getting pretty high. Above that is like, there's levels, yeah, you know, but you know that however many milligrams you're dealing with, like, it's something you're aware of there. You're like, how, how much is in this? And they just like tell you how many grams of whatever random plant is in it. And you're like, what does that mean? Like, I have no idea how yeah. to, how to, what the conversion rate is on this. So we're like, whatever, had it we both had one and we're, then we're just sitting at a cafe like having a beer. And I remember my dad's conversation just turning from his like regular conversation to something like very philosophical. And then <laughs> I was just like, that's great. Oh yeah. How do you feel? And he was like, what do you mean? I feel fine. You know, just like, <laughs> just refuse. complete denial. And I was like, Oh no. Yeah. This is don't, different. Don't fuck with yeah, me. Yeah. This is different. I know exactly. I've tried that with on. my dad so many times and he just like, well, like, it's like my mom, my sister, they all smoke weed. Like, you know, I do uh -huh. too. So I go to their house and like we all smoke together. But like with my dad, he'll just refuse. And he's like, doesn't work. Doesn't, he literally just doesn't work. Dude, I feel like your dad and my dad are so similar it's in that like, way. It's just like, dad, there's no way it doesn't work. If so, you're the only human on earth. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's a drug. It like, works. It has to work. That's the point of it, right? Like, it's not, it's not like you would take a shot of heroin and be like, doesn't, it doesn't work on me. <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, it's going to work. Like, you just... You maybe you don't want to acknowledge it. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. You know, to close out that train of thought, I think that the identifying ex whatever is valuable, like to me, it's experiences. And like, you know, I've got some 
physical stuff like you you know like uh-huh. that stuff's valuable in and of its own right if you assign it value but like i hate this idea that people are falling victim to the this like trap on the internet of like you know these guys especially in the fitness space because there's a lot of them now where they like have helicopters and supercars and it's like this is this is success it's like no it's not like you might define that as success but first of all it's not realistic for 90 well, percent of people and let's also wait 10 years and see yeah, like, see if you were just super leveraged and this all crashed yeah, down around like, you have you invested any money like do you have any yeah. money like i like you know who i really like is uh alex hormozy yeah you ever listen to his I, stuff i have and i i'm undecided so far i I've, i know uh what um who is here that loved him was it angel maybe I think Angel was like, yeah, he really liked him. Well, he's he at least what I see. He I saved p- his book list that he just posted recently. Oh, really? Yeah, Hermosis. Hermosis. Yeah. Well, at least he preaches like, like don't be outside of your means. Or you don't have to dress like some asshole. And I feel like Gary Vee does too. People hate on him because he's just so out there. Like, but the message he's sending is good. I feel like sort of, but it's also like he'll just be like, you know what? What you're in? You're in med school. Fuck med school. Fuck med school. Well, if what, you're unhappy you with do? it. I think that's his point. Like, if you yeah, hate but something. There's, there's a thing where it's like some things that are worthwhile. Yeah, the pursuit yeah. is miserable. No, no, no I know. And you're, and you're right. Like, but I would say in general. Who's he, happy in med school? It yeah. probably sucks <laughs> probably ass. No probably don't. Like, in general, I like his message. And same with Hormozzi. Yeah. Because, like, at least he's preaching. Preaching. He's talking about something, like, decently practical. Like. All right, like you don't have to drive some fancy car because no one gives a yeah, shit. Yeah, like that. Like just fucking like as long as you have money saved, like you're in a good place. Yeah, there. Or at least that's a noble pursuit in and of itself. There's nothing more comforting in life than ca- extra cash under your pillow, right? Yeah, well, it doesn't have to be a million dollars either. So like, don't no. get us wrong here. We're not like that's not the goal. It's just like. I think comfort and peace like really like at the end of the day like if you go talk to the older people i'd bet my bottom dollar that they would probably emphasize human relationships and happiness sure. and like maybe not modesty necessarily because i don't really like the term modesty but like you don't necessarily have to live some flashy extravagant life to be happy no like you know that's a, it's also a bad thing to like preach and that's what's there's always... also there's also something and and sorry if i'm yeah, cutting you off yeah, go go is you see a lot of people who reach like a really really high level of financial uh success and often what they talk about is almost what most of society would consider regression so you know what's that like so you're joe rogan or whatever mm-hmm. you're some guy like that you signed a few hundred million dollar deal you're set for life you're still doing the grind thing or whatever. And then what becomes romantic is like simple stuff. Oh, maybe I'll just move to the woods yeah. and like, you know, <laughs> yeah. hunt for my food and, or maybe I'll be a blacksmith or I'll, maybe I'll do that. Like these, these simple things that you're like, that most of the time it seems are more physical, you know, but it is a common trend, right? Like yeah. things that are, the things that people that are wealthy value, like aside from the ones that are like Russian oligarchs with like a 500 foot yacht or something like you're right. Most of the times it's like, so, all right, here's my example. Today I was mm-hmm. on the phone with one of my family members who's just like 
so well off. Just so well off. But if you met him, he'd ha he has long hair, wearing Grateful Dead t-shirts. Like, he's brothers with the mayor of Miami. His sister-in-law is the mayor of Miami. Like, but the fuck like i texted him asking about office space for rent today and like he calls me up we just start chatting and like he's just a regular dude just the just like his what makes that guy happy in life now like mm. for like the last 10 years he's been driving like a volvo that he inherited you know from when his mother passed and like he was excited today because he like his car in sweden yeah, he, he was excited today because he adopted a golden doodle and he's like, his name's Marvin. You got to come meet him. He's the coolest. And it's just like, I, I kind of had this moment of realization listening to him. His name's Ricky. And I was like, damn, like Ricky's like, fuck, he's a gappy dude. Like he's got like a, you know, he owns a lot of real estate. Like he did really, really well with that. And it's like, mm -hmm. but his mindset is not to like kill himself working at all. He, he's like, he wants to enjoy like surfing and like you know, hanging out on the beach and spending time with his friends and like going to Grateful Dead concerts and stuff. And like a lot of it, you know, to kind of quote the Joker, Heath Ledger's version of the Joker, it's like they don't require a lot of money. They're cheap. And it's an interesting thing to to put your mind into. Cause I think everyone falls into that trap sometimes where you're like, oh, man, like, am I not doing enough? Am I not? successful enough like you see on go on instagram and see the fucking guy with the ferrari and like, yeah oh. and i know here it's bad because like you walk outside here and every soccer mom in the city is driving a lamborghini urus or a g-wagon or a, yeah uh, which are fine like you know if that's if that's doable then fuck yeah, yeah. like right, right on like i'm not judging you if you have it but i just don't think that's what it takes to be happy in life either no i mean there's diminishing returns on on yeah anything for sure and i think that's that's one of those things but I keep, I've been seeing these things recently. Uh, our good friend 007 actually sent me something recently where... Shout out. Yeah. 007 Apparel. If you guys don't know. Yeah. Great follow uh, on Instagram. And, and shout I think... Can we plug his... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. If he... if And he's actually a stand-up dude. And yeah. uh, he came out with a brand of uh, pet stuff. Because he just loves... Like, for him, fries. do you go out... I bet you if you ask Andrew what his... What makes him the happiest in life is his dogs. 100%. Yes. Aston and... Uh, did you name the other... In other words, another Bond name. Oh, I can't remember. But either way, Andrew, great dude. He owns a company called Fetch Fries. This is not sponsored by any means. Just an awesome guy. Yeah. That you should definitely check his stuff out. On Chewy. Yeah. That's uh, a big pet retailer, uh, online retailer. He sells the thing. It's fetch fries that are coming out with a bunch of new flavors. He was just telling me about mm -hmm. recently dog toys, all the stuff. Anyways, great dude. But he sent me this. Um, it was a video of a guy who was like, I, I, you know, I was trying to figure out how to become like, you know, somebody in the industry. And I had a hundred thousand dollars saved up. I took eighty-two thousand dollars of it, put it uh, as a down payment on my Lamborghini. Okay, doesn't make a dent. So you know his payments are still enormous after that. So out of his hundred thousand dollars, eighty-two went to the down payment. He's going to be making huge payments additionally on that. And then he said because he manifested that. And he accomplished that one goal and his goal was to get the Lamborghini that it just led to more and more and more success. And it's like, that could be true or not true. This could be a guy who's just leveraging his money like a moron repeatedly. And all of his 
visual shows of his success are basically a facade or he could have been really really lucky got this lamborghini and now he is doing well but to sort of use that as an example as a building block or a stepping stone to higher success to take 82 percent of your wealth and put it into a car you're a fucking moron yeah i mean an what's, absolute moron what's in a just a down payment you're not even talking about the monthly payments which are probably over a thousand dollars bro probably have you seen what monthly payments on a car go for now bro i mean you're lucky to get a bmw for a thousand a month well there you go it's probably like four or five grand a month for that thing. Well, then, minimum. What are you doing, bro? Yeah, that's like, yeah, like, like it's, that's it's a, a terrible example. Ter- like his success isn't predicated on a Lamborghini. But no you, one. Cares. But you have people who watch that and they go, "Oh, you know what I should I do? I'm going to save up a hundred grand and then put it into a Lamborghini, a depreciating asset." Yeah, it's like, hey, why don't you just go buy an old truck? No one cares. No, you know what? That's the thing. Is a Lamborghini your business? No. So then what are you doing? Nobody cares what car you drive, though. I think that's like, there are certain industries where like, it probably pays to not pull up in a shitbox car. Yeah, but it's the not a shitbox car, not not a A half a million dollar car or whatever Like if I saw, like imagine you saw, like in my profession, a realtor, like you saw a real estate broker pulled up in a Lamborghini, I wouldn't trust that guy. What are you doing? Yeah, but like, what the fuck is this? Like, well, I guess it depends. If it's here in Miami, they're selling a bunch of places I on Fisher Island. Him. I wouldn't trust. No, I wouldn't trust them. You kidding me? Really? No, not a chance. Yeah. No. W- what about a financial advisor? I feel like you want them to drive a nice car. Yeah, I just think the Lamborghini says something else. Unless it's like an old school, like like a Murcielago or Diablo or something like that collectible Lamborghini. Like, sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, the Lamborghini puts off an image. The Lamborghini is a very new, rich car. Yeah. Very like in your face, kind of like I'm trying to show you that I made some money. Car. I just I don't care for it myself. I mean, that might be just my opinion, but I don't. It doesn't really impress me to see somebody get out of a nice car because I've been around it before. So like, the person speaks more to me than the thing that they own. Like, if you see somebody with a nice watch, like I'll admire the watch. I don't necessarily think the person's some. Like, I don't care about them. I think right. the, the thing is cool because I actually find them to be very interesting. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that, like, I would idolize that guy because they have a fancy watch on. Like, anybody can have that watch. You can meet any type of person. Yeah. With any type of car or watch or sure. a house or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the person would have to be impressive. Like, they'd have to be interesting to me for me to give them any value as a person. Like, not that I don't value them at all, but, like, I'm not going to hold you in high regard just because you have a thing. And that's, yeah. I think that's important to keep in mind. Like just because you see somebody on the internet talking about them being successful and here's my collection of Porsches. You like, also have no idea what, how legitimate that is. Yeah. Maybe you just went to friggin' what's the, the collection poached or, outside the collection or uh what's that racetrack here here oh the one in uh, daytona speedway or the, no, the homestead speedway. homestead you go to homestead and you take a picture with a bunch of you know <laughs> you just walk down cars. to south beach you go yeah. down there on a Friday night, you'll see a couple Lamborghinis parked outside. You go, you go to Elevation Gym, go on Dude, the weekend, you'll see some Lamborghinis parked outside. I had a, I, I was just, because uh, my my car's in the shop, because I snapped the axle on it. Oops. R.I.P. Um, well, not R.I.P., it's coming back. <laughs> and insurance, insurance is covering oh, no, it. Right. R.I.P. to the insurance's yeah, bank yeah. account. But I was driving V's car, and mm. V's got a real gangster-looking car. So I I pull into the uh, 
you know the the gas station over here i think it's a mobile oh yeah and in uh overtown oh, yeah. and i get in my car oh i know the guy the one on 20th yeah. The old gym? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah oh yeah a real mixed crowd there uh, so, so i get good. out and someone goes this guy comes up to me and goes hey can uh he take a, a video pumping gas in your car and i'm what? like i'm like wait what like let's be clear it's a cool looking car right that car's not two hundred thousand dollars or anything no but not even close to them they're just like i'm flexing you what know in a, Mercedes like a normal car here. or whatever yeah yeah well and also who knows where they're from they had accents oh, you know okay. it's like it's so very different a video pumping gas into the car yeah so I was like okay go nuts i'm like just don't put the license plate in it so they're That's like so weird like okay so i just like step back i'm like you can pump my gas for me yeah. <laughs> so, so he weird, did it though. pumped it and then i'm like all right and then they were like oh thank you so much and just like left Okay. And it was like, such but, a Miami thing but to But dude, happen. that could be a guy that's going to go on Instagram later and be like flexing the car oh, and being like, exactly you want to be where, where I'm at? You know, you want to be here in Miami pumping gas in your Mercedes? Yeah, it's like, that's it's, not cool, man. It's, it's like, it's not no. cool. It doesn't mean you're successful. It's weird. It's weird to like artificially flex like that. Yeah. Anyways, what's next up on our, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, get us got? back on track here. We had a couple things. We, we had some current to events. Beside Andrew Tate. Dude, the Celsius thing. Thanks for watching. I just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors at Cured Nutrition. My favorite supplement by them is called Rise. If you want something that's going to give you quick energy, long lasting, no jitters, no crash, all that good stuff. It has ingredients like lion's mane, ginseng. If you want to read more about it, check it out on their website. But you can use our code HYBRID in all caps for 20% off. Hit the link and again, use the code HYBRID for 20% off. And there's a few things going on with this, and I feel like it's kind of relevant. Can I, can I throw out a question first? Absolutely. Do you find energy drinks to be hilarious? <laughs> In what sense? It's just they all package caffeinated fizzy water, and they all make sure. outrageous claims, and they sell outrageous lifestyle. And it's like, <laughs> I always get a kick out of watching people advertise energy drink compounds and things of that nature, because it's like, you're all selling the same thing. I don't care what fake <laughs> bullshit you put in there, which is good. I'm glad they lost the lawsuit to Florida, which is hilarious. If you guys haven't seen the video of him celebrating the win in court, it was really funny. I actually not, haven't seen the video. He won $82 million Will and he started drinking a Celsius like while he was up on the <laughs> stand. <laughs> it's just really funny. What's uh, gone? Yeah, no, but energy drinks at their core are funny and it's always funny that they advertise them in such hilarious ways because it's like you could easily replicate like you know i like drinking energy drinks too i like the simple like i like monster like they're pretty much the gold standard yeah and um it's a good thing you said that because they're a sponsor yeah yeah they're, they're good. <laughs> it's like but you know what but like they're not they're not out there trying to claim that they're like this is the ultimate health benefit and it's like no, you know, they do all this crazy stuff with their advertising to make it seem like there's something they're not. It's like all these other ones, they're putting all these crazy labels and they put all these crazy claims. Like he, so he's up on the... Well, pause this for one sec, because the first thing is I want to... Here's the, the ways that energy drinks can compete in my mind, right? You assign a level of caffeine, right? And whether it's 60 milligrams, 180, 300, whatever it is, there's like a demographic that will gravitate towards that, right? 
it's kind of like it almost to me is the same as our business versus other businesses in the strength uh programming world it's like whichever one, they're all gonna work to a certain degree it's like which one do you identify with which one works best for you you figure that out and i feel like it's very much the same with energy drinks and i appreciate one like monster because they're kind of right down the middle you can get one that's that's 180 or you can go to their other company rain you want to blow your head off 300 milligrams go nuts right it's when you start introducing those other things like bang did with the super creatine that cures alzheimer's and does all these other bullshit things it's like okay i don't one believe that it's been proven to not be true <laughs> well, actually since then God, you don't believe it. they've had a <laughs> you know it's like you're just doing a bunch of bullshit and then you know, Celsius's claim was way less bad. So the initial, so they have a class action lawsuit right now. If you've ever purchased Celsius, you're entitled to $250 from this company and they will pay that to you Oof. because they claimed that their company, I'm actually not sure if you need to receive George about to go bankrupt but them. There, there is, <laughs> I think we actually have, a, I think we have a video that I sent you on Celsius where it gives you the details on it and you can go to this website, you can file your claim, you get 250 bucks. And basically the reasoning for that was because they claimed they had no preservatives in their uh, mm. drink. When they had really, citric acid. They had citric acid, right. which is a well-known preservative. So that was the first thing. And then the second thing was this flow rider thing where he signed on with Celsius to be an ambassador and they offered him uh, a certain percentage of shares in the business to do so. And then never delivered on that. They just never gave him the shares. And I guess his shares at this point, based on the percentage, were worth $82 million. Scroll down just a little bit, George. Just so. A, okay. No, never mind. I thought that was. Okay. So. So the, is this the celebratory video? This is, I guess this is him. The goal, eh? The audacity to crank a Celsius when yeah, he just drinking, rinsed him for $82 look, million? I mean, look at his lawyer so happy. <laughs> his lawyer is so happy because he probably just got 25% of that. So what happens now? Is is he still a part of Celsius? I don't. Did, did he? Probably Well, I not. guess not because he got paid on his yeah. shares at the $82 million, Tramar. Right? Tramar Dillard. Flowrider sounds better. Yeah. Wow. Never received it. Man, could you imagine making that contract as a corporation and not the... <laughs> They've all got Celsius's. <laughs> That's unreal. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, on the same sort of vein. So you saw they did this big promotion for the UFC where they were like... Uh, Logan Paul put out this thing instead of Dana White being like, we have huge news coming. Logan Paul signing a contract with the UFC and everyone's Just like, sponsor them oh with their energy God. drink. Is he going to fight? Well, it's not even an energy drink. It's a, uh, um, like a, an electrolyte drink. So it's in competition with, you know, noon and well, noon's a pill. This is a ready to drink supplement, but whatever it's called prime. And, um, so Patty Pimblet is, you know, patty the baddie he's sponsored by a competitor and he went out and he did this video where he compared the two and basically just said why this other video broke it down like ingredient by ingredient and said why his drink is better than prime and what's what's so, can you see the ingredients in prime because actually I, i'd like to look at it because there's yeah i use actually a, no more uh, derek from more plates more dates did a breakdown of prime oh did he yeah he kind of he didn't cast it in a good light, to be honest. Well, can we can we see the uh, ingredients list? Because I so I've been the only supplement that I've personally ever 
taken like in the supplement vein of things mm-hmm. is uh, an electrolyte supplement made by a salt, co- literally made by a salt company. No, you can't see shit. There you go. Look at the nutrition facts. I just want to see the sodium. Oh, yeah, right there. No, the uh, the label. Picture yeah. of the label right there. Yeah, I just want to see the sodium and potassium breakdown and the magnesium breakdown. So 10 milligrams? Come on. 700 milligrams of potassium but 10 milligrams of sodium what is this well, yeah i mean if you the fuck's i the mean point? what what stan efferdine's recommendation is like 10 grams right so like the one supplement that i carry with me at all times and take every day is a salt supplement basically it's, a, it's an electrolyte supplement that has like 800 milligrams of sodium in it per scoop mm-hmm. and it's i i could swear by it being the best sup like electrolyte supplement that I've ever used. Not that I'm particularly infatuated with that brand or anything. I'm not trying to claim that here, but mm-hmm. electrolyte supplements are incredible. But like if this guy's electrolyte drink as 10 milligrams of sodium, then he's completely missed the mark. Well, and here's, so here's the thing that I was getting at. So he's partnered with KSI who is like even, even bigger. KSI is this uh, black dude. He's a gamer. He's in uh, the UK. Super, super famous. Like bigger, I would say, than Logan Paul is here in America. Okay. And this thing has been blown off the shelves in the UK. Like uh, Prime? K- Prime, yeah. KSI sold out the O2 Arena in London for his last fight where he beat up a bum. He's a YouTuber. Yeah. He's doing the YouTube boxing okay. thing, yeah. but he's not... He's not like a Jake Paul or even a Logan Paul. Actually, pause that. I think he actually beat Logan Paul when they fought years ago. I don't know if he beat the same result since. But there, so he, he's a huge deal. And uh, I know he's famous. I just don't know why. But I'm, Patty Pimblett put out this thing and it almost like where he went between his drink and Logan Paul's. And it seems like almost he just did this as a kind of like a fuck you to Patty Pimblett because they did a podcast on his, on Logan Paul's later an episode on Impulsive where they were all sitting around laughing about how now Patty won't be able to promote his thing. And when he wins fights, he's going to literally have to stand there in the ring holding a prime... (laughs) A prime well, maybe he'll pull maybe he'll drink. pull in Nate Diaz and just toss this it off. Drink Fuck all sucks. this bullshit. Yeah. I love his last fight because he was trashing the rock shoes and he was trashing oh, all yeah. like he just didn't care anymore because he knew he didn't have to. These shoes fucking suck. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like you saw These remember the girl that was interviewing him? She was like, Oh, okay. Well, we're just gonna yeah. keep moving on. Well, from we don't that support one. that statement, but right. uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that but that drink is it looks like garbage. So yeah, Patty, I'm on your side, brother. Like, <laughs> screw that. Like Get some real sodium. If you guys, if you guys want some serious, like you want to feel good, there's a lot of really good science behind uh, electrolyte intake. Well, dude, even if you just want the basics, you can yeah. you can go on Amazon and buy sodium and potassium, magnesium, a bunch of these other ones, you know, that they put into that, and you can buy way larger quantities for way less money individually than they have packaged oh, yeah. in these ready to drink things. I used to take sodium tabs and potassium tabs. Yeah, it's great. And just drop them in my oh yeah my water. Yeah, I think I think day. they're a huge performance enhancer, and they make you feel good. Like especially if you live in an area that's kind of hot. If you're sweating all day, oh, oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's even more valuable. Miami. Forget like, Gatorade, dude. Oh, yeah. Go straight for the electrolyte supplements. Or somewhere with dry heat. Oof. If you're like, you know, California yeah. or Arizona, Las Vegas, uh-huh. Nevada. We'll get I, some of them on here one day. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that was that was a, a big thing. 
for sure. What's this? A hundred. Oh my God. For a hundred euros per can. Cause you can't get it. Or 12, uh, okay. A hundred euros per can, 1200 per pack. Who would do that? That's so stupid. Crazy, dude. Uh, but I t- I'm telling you, KSI over there in, in yeah, the UK is huge, man. Serious. It's that hype. World. It's like, if you if I paid a hundred euros for a can, I might just put that up on my shelf with the whiskey collection. It's <laughs> <laughs> an obnoxious orange bottle. Yeah. It's like the hype train of the internet's undefeated. <laughs> it's unreal. Well, what else do we have? We got, have oh, this, actually, dude. that was cool, Mr. Beast. This is the last thing on the list today, but... Yeah. Dude, the uh, Mr. Beast thing was kind of... That was a really cool video he did. I didn't watch it, but I saw the highlights of it. Like, good for him. He's using his... Like, I think he's pretty explicitly said that he, like, wants to just use the money he's made to, like, do good things for the world. And, like, mm-hmm. if it takes making a video to do... Curing a thousand people's blindness, like... It usually takes an entire charity or NGO type organization to do that kind of thing. And there's all this red tape and it moves slow, you know, whereas a guy like that can just be like, hey, tomorrow you want to do a video where you just cure a thousand people's blindness? That's the coolest thing and, ever. How, and, uh, what was for, the backlash he got? So, well, for people who don't know the story, Mr. Beast, he's, I think he's the most viewed, most subscribed to creator on YouTube. And he's always doing these very charitable things like he gives away cars or he'll go and he'll ask somebody, you know, are you in debt? How much are you in debt? And then he just pays off their debt or he does a bunch of these crazy different things. How many views has that video got? Well, what's crazy about Mr. Beast before I go into it is that, 97 you know, million views. Dude, his, his, so his channel, this is just his one main channel, 132 million Jesus. subscribers. And then I watched this whole documentary on him and he was like, well... I realize an enormous percentage of the earth, the majority of it, doesn't speak English. So I'm eliminating the majority of people who can view my channel just based off of language. So he now does, you know, he has like Mr. Beast Espanol, like he has all oh, the different really? languages. So he's, yeah, he's getting, you know, look. Whoa, look at that. 20, he's got 23 million. Mr. Beast Espanol has 23 million 23.5 million subscribers and he does it in all these different languages does he actually try and speak the language on the shit the- no they just have they have a dub a guy who oh, dubs okay. it so it's but look at the 15 million Dude, views sick. one month a good ago business decision for him too well and that's how he spoke about it but he you know he's this is a guy that you know from everything i've seen tries to just do well he became obsessed with youtube when he was very young he partnered with a bunch of other guys with like a group. That hydraulic press for Slamarkini. <laughs> oh my god! But what, whatever money he makes, he puts back into his business, and then he yeah. does good things with it. So he most recently, the one that like came under fire was that he, uh, he took a bunch of people that had like severe, uh, like cataract issues, and he paid for all of their surgeries, a thousand of them. You're talking about a surgery that's, you know, $3,500 a pop conservatively. So he and, dropped 35 million bucks or 30 million bucks doing this? And he got backlash on it. For what? Well, it'd be, no, it'd be, yeah. So he, people said that he only does these things for clout, basically. And here's my point is, one, this is a man who has already said publicly that before he dies he's going to uh give away 100 of of all of his money 
Okay. So already there, you know, he's not in it for some crazy, you know, whatever. Yeah, he doesn't seem like it. If you watch the documentary on it, he has this big warehouse office space thing. And he has this really modest room that he sleeps in because all he does is work it's in this facility so he'll like sleep in a room and it's like got an idea board and it's got all this stuff and it's all like within this this big facility but i don't care why you're doing it a thousand people who have either never seen before or who lost their sight are now able to see and you're gonna say well screw him he did it for cloud it's like well a thousand people can see like, a thousand people can see. And if like if he is gonna give away all of his money at the end of the day, then like you know, he's not like an arms dealer, you know, like he's making quirky videos for like basically he, like kids. He's an intelligent, dorky, goofy guy who yeah, doesn't figure out how to make money. Who, who doesn't really care about status or like things yeah. like, or the dude's whatever. Not, I don't know. I he's, don't he's I don't given know. Does, away. Does he like driving ridiculous cars no. or like have a big house? He said or really early on he went through a phase where he cared a lot about that stuff and then he realized it didn't matter and right. just kind Very of like we talking about. Discussion, yeah. And and he just got rid of all that stuff and now this is what he does. Yeah, like why would you I don't know how you could criticize like a pretty purely altruistic thing. Like okay, so like if the if the vehicle for which he could make this video and like now all right and it's just him on his own right no red tape he's got 97 million views so that means 97 million people have seen the charity organization which is the first thing in the video description that says see international.org and i I said people who either haven't seen or who lost their sight but this video says a thousand blind people see for the first time so they've never seen before. Yeah. They've had to imagine the world as it is. And now they see for the first time. He's pretty happy about it. Of How could like, you not be? That'd be the coolest thing ever. Imagine I'd, be, I'd be crying my eyes out like, oh my God. Dude, if I give a homeless person 20 bucks, I feel like the fucking man for a day. This guy is making blind people see. That's so nuts, dude. It's unbelievable. To hate this Internet, guy. Internet, be normal. Please, just like encourage this. This is like the good. This is like you ever see the the channel called Tanks Good News. Tank Sinatra kind of created yeah, this yeah. Instagram page with only good news that they put out. It's like this is good. This is like a positive thing for the world. Like you guys, should, this guy should be like running for president or something. If you have a problem with really. like Don't billionaires and all that stuff and how they spend their money and they live lavishly and they're doing this and that, it's like this is the opposite of that. This is like what you would hope. A guy who makes this kind of money would isn't do. that a funny dichotomy? Like people will idolize Elon Musk, and yet he gets criticism for this. Like, and not, I, and maybe not the same person. Well, and I can't speak to two. what like charitable things Elon Musk does. Maybe he does many. I don't know that much about it. But you know, it's it, this is a guy that is just an under the radar guy. You wouldn't know him if it wasn't for YouTube. Look at him. He's just the he he speaks humbly. He dresses humbly. He and he's doing great things. I don't know. I don't know how. Cheers you to you, Mr. Beast. Yeah, we support you, bro. Go yeah. go cure another thousand. Like it'll probably probably keep doing more of this because if more people view this video and he gets more, basically makes money well, on this. Like it's yeah. not like he made like and he gave away fifty thousand dollars toward college. Like come on, that's cool. That's a good thing for the world. It's actually ridiculous. I just I can't wrap my head around not appreciating this and yeah 100 million views basically in 11 days unbelievable who knows he probably put this out on all his other channels too all the different languages they all saw this yeah probably hundreds of millions of views 
They'll probably do something even more chair. Like, so if your goal then is to like spread the maximum amount of good to the world and you're using YouTube to make your money, then like that means next time he's going to do something like twice as charitable. Yeah. He, he which is really well, he, cool. He's over time been, you know, building up and building up, doing more and more things. So it's unreal. Wow. This guy's crying. Good for you, you know? man. You see him for the first time. Wild stuff. Oh, is, this oh, is he going to give him a car? Come on. You gave him a Tesla. Oh, my God. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's so cool. It comes full circle. He said, I'll buy another one if he wrecks it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't even have his license, I'm sure. Yeah. Obviously. That's cool, man. This is a, this is a happy place to oh, end look, today. He even did it responsibly. He took him through a driving test, which he failed. <laughs> don't say that <laughs> oh god oh, man that's good that's a good warm hearted way to end it please yeah. guys we don't always Support have to be mad stuff. we don't have to be mad about everything some yeah. things are just good this is a good thing some, some things are just good this is a good thing thank you Mr. Beast yes and on that note thank you guys for listening appreciate you all see you next time see you next time <laughs>